Shalom, shalom, somebody. This is Prophet Estrella. I love you so much and God bless you. Congratulations. We are on day 16 of prayer and fasting. And just like Daniel, we are going all the way for 21 days, believing something is going to happen in our lives. You know, this is the year of glory of God and his goodness has gone before us. So we are fasting so that we can hear more from God and, you know, know exactly what's ahead of us and uh, you know through guidance of the holy spirit amen so now in today's word i'm saying lose the chain lose the chain lose the shackles what is this that holds you let's see the book of Numbers chapter 13 and verse 30 says, Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, We should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. Do you remember the story about the 12 spies that God instructed Moses to send into the promised land? God brought the Israelites out of Egypt and freed them from slavery in a miraculous way by parting the Red Sea. Well, in their transitional place, he fed them with bread from heaven. He gave them quail to eat. He set up structures and systems for their existence. Still, the Israelites complained and grumbled Finally, after traveling for two years, they drew near to the promised land. The Lord had already given them the land, but they needed to apprehend, you know, it before they could possess it. So the spies went into Canaan for 40 days so they could see what they were in for. Ten of the spies came back with a bad report where the land was fertile, abandoned, and rich with milk and honey. The obstacles were too big. The men in the land were large and fierce, too much for the bedraggled Israelites to overcome. Only Caleb and Joshua saw things differently. They too saw the land of milk and honey they also saw the imposing forces that could come against them, but they believed God and trusted him to help them take the land that he had promised. They took God at his word. But whom did the masses believe? What picture did they accept as their vision for the future? The slave-minded Israelites were accustomed to hardship. That was their comfort zone. Even when God blessed them with good things, with greatness, they still crumbled. Even though they were out of Egypt, the Egyptians' mindset was not out of them. So they accepted the bad report as the truth and they wandered in the desert for the rest of their lives. This is very sad. And this happens to all of us. So we could be like these people because we see two parties here. We see Caleb and 
Joshua, and then we see the other team bringing the reports. So all the 12 spies were leaders in the tribes. All the 12 spies received the same promise. All the 12 spies received the same opportunities. So what was the difference? What was the difference in all this? So we see majority brought the reports. Ten of them, they said no. Misunderstood their mission. So God in light of their circumstances. What about Joshua and Caleb, the minority? Two, they said go. Understood their mission. So circumstances in light of their God. So what is the main thing here that we see? Number one, attitude. The major difference was the attitude. So this ten disobeyed God, believed the land had no future, displayed cowardness. They were filled with fear, utterly ignored God in their reports, suffered from grasshopper complex. But Joshua and Caleb, this, the, the word of the Lord said they had a different spirit. So what happened? And let us consider their attitude. They obeyed God, insisted they should enter and possess the land, displayed courage, rooted in their faith, felt calm assurance, saw themselves in relationship to God. Hallelujah. Attitude makes all the difference. The development of a positive attitude is the first conscious step toward becoming an effective person and a Christian. Hallelujah, somebody. Our attitude determines our approach to life. Our attitude is often the only difference between success and failure. So anyway, they accepted the bad report as the truth. They wandered in the desert for the rest of their lives. We know the end of the story. The real truth, God gave new generation thinkers and leaders all the help they needed to take what he had already given them through his promise. What did they need for their weapons? Faith. They needed the right attitude and they needed faith in God. Faith in God and trust that he would do what he said he would do. We have seen clearly the obedience they had. So they needed to have the right attitude, wear faith, to hand over everything to God and knowing that God will do what he has said he will do. We look at the poor wandering Israelites and imagine that we could be different. Surely if I were alive, then I would be like Caleb and Joshua and trust in the Lord. We think to ourselves, but is that real true? Are we not chained by beliefs that are just as paralyzing as just as damaging? How many of us are chained to beliefs of inadequacy, guilt or shame that result in a poverty mentality that keeps us wandering in the same old land we've been in forever. How many of us, following the actions of our ancestors that keep us bound in traditions, dis discussed 
as, as truth, how many of us are weighed down with fear and anxiety so we don't take risk to trust in an unseen God who decreased lofty promises? You know, we become born again Christians, and the Bible says, "Be, be change, change your mindset. Be, do not be, do not be conformed by the things of this world." But we are still chained to the things of this world. But a time has come where we need to to know that we are children of God. Trust in Him. Have faith in Him. Right now, no matter where we are in life, you have an opportunity to be like the tens pessimists and the millions of men and women who believed who believed in them or you can be like the few the minority people who stepped out in faith and realized all God wanted to give them the choice is ours we can leave God's promises unreleased or we can gain the victory remember God's call to us in Deuteronomy 30:19. I call heaven. This is what the word of the Lord says. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have said before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life that both you and your and your descendants may live. Child of God on this day 16, I encourage you I encourage you to step up. Step up in faith. Stand out there in faith and choose life. Become the minority. This life and this life of us Christians, it's not for people who are not ready to take the risk. Meaning what? R stands for responsibility. Take responsibility. Number I, or rather two, it means initiative. Take the initiative. So take responsibility, initiative, you know, child of God, and sacrifice. Caleb and Joshua, they sacrificed themselves. They were like, we don't care even if 10 of these people, they say, no, we are going to stand with what we have seen, what we believe in. What, what we trust God for. They sacrifice themselves and have knowledge. They surveyed. They surveyed the place. And so they knew, they had the knowledge of this land. They knew this is our time to possess. So arise, child of God. Step out in faith and choose life. Don't be shackled in beliefs that are not taking you to a place. Your, your, your beliefs tells you nobody made it in your family. There is a curse and you keep on hanging on that. No, that's not your portion. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I break all the shackles and the chains. You are going to arise in a different spirit from anybody else in your family and you're going to conquer in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Be filled with faith. Be faith. Faith it until it's real. And I love you so much and God bless you. Shalom.